Hello, my name is Zachary Trailer, and you are listening to Morning Voice, A Political Journey. Episode number 17, Infrastructure Reform. Today, we will dive into a fundamental truth that often goes overlooked in our political discourse. The shared interests and commonalities among tradesmen, farmers, soldiers, and union workers. These essential economic pillars of our society share more similarities than differences. Yet our political system has consistently sowed division among these vital voting blocks, pitting them against each other for too long. This division isn't by chance. It's a deliberate strategy to keep these groups fragmented, preventing them from recognizing their shared challenges and aspirations. The dream of giving the next generation the opportunities they never had. As a result, while these hardworking individuals contribute to the backbone of our economy, the elites benefit from our division, systematically stripping away our wealth. But it's time for a shift, a change that acknowledges our shared struggles and unites us in common cause. Today, we break through these artificial divides to highlight the shared interests of these crucial sectors in our society. Because only by recognizing our commonalities and uniting for a common purpose can we challenge the status quo and reclaim our collective wealth. Now, let's transition and delve into a visionary policy proposal one that aims to bridge the divides and uplift these economic pillars by introducing innovative infrastructure programs that benefit us all. Point one, high-speed rail network construction. We need to utilize economic growth and create the largest construction boom since the 1950s. North Carolina is the construction capital of the South with over 96% of companies having openings and 100% saying they are struggling to fill openings when they come up. We need to create a pipeline to fill these middle-class jobs that will allow for for concurrent construction programs on existing highways and high-speed rail. We need to create high school-to-job pipelines into construction work that allows for economic prosperity, as many of these would be less than $10,000, instead of saddling them with predatory student loan debt, in many cases in the six figures. How we need to do this is by creating jobs and economic benefits. The Florida Pipeline, uh, the Florida Brightline created 10,000 construction jobs over 10 years to create 235 million, uh, 235 miles of rail. A proposed link between all major cities in North Carolina would create 30,000 jobs for 600 miles, equal to $24 billion invested into our workers and economy. This is only a third of our annual transportation budget. Here, uh, the North Carolina, uh, NC DOT. We need to uh, emphasize that the importance of middle-class blue-collar employment is linked to home ownership and generational wealth. The best way to break out of any racist or discriminatory system is by having home ownership. We need to enhance the interstate connectivity. A high-speed rail connection between Raleigh and Fayetteville 
would take only 35 minutes with stops in Spring Lakes, Cary, and Durham. Additionally, due to Disney's new investment in our state in Pittsburgh, if we added one additional stop there, it would add five minutes, but bring in an additional $1 billion annually in tax revenue. We also need, uh, or it would be 70 miles from either city to Charlotte. This would allow for smoother commerce and the ability to commute uh, for, for regional industries to connect and have better, I'm rambling now, my apologies. Brightline's Miami to Orlando corridor has seen a 100% increase in demand over expectations, leading them to double the number of trips they offer. Their trips offered are about $150 to go uh, each way from Miami to Orlando. They originally also, uh, offered seven round-trip uh, options a day. They are now up to 15 with the prices shifting to $200 round-trip, or er, $200 each way. This is a this would have the potential to increase our economy and also give families a another option rather than driving. By developing these increased bus connections, we will allow families and soldiers to come and spend their hard-earned money in our community rather than spending them on high-interest predatory car loans. This would increase our local economy and help us continue to revitalize Hay Street. Also, with the established bus routes, we would be able to increase services during Marksman, Fury, and Woodpecker games, decreasing congestion on roads, increasing alcohol sales, and decreasing wear and tear on infrastructure while lowering repair costs. This uh, local bus system would also decrease congestion while Fayetteville's infamous problems. Skybull, All-American Highway, Ramsey Street, and Bragg Boulevard are all examples of how rush hour traffic has crept into our city. Increasing bus connections between where workers live and work will increase quality of life and decrease travel times. Research has shown, has proven, lower travel times to and from work increases quality of life and family connections, both of which are currently missing in our society. We are missing the human, the human portion of government. Finally, this will also increase our economy. It would provide low residents a money-saving option compared to car ownership. Lastly, for financing, we would be able to do a public-private partnership to fund construction operations for the high-speed rail and local bus systems. Think of Brightline. It would be a 50-50, so that way we would get uh, both construction, maintenance, and profits would be split between the two. They have the experience. We have the political know-how and the taxpayer base to help. I would also uh, propose. Uh, I would also propose that we do bond back, similar to my housing proposal earlier, or I'll be talking, talking about tomorrow. So that way, if there is a failure in the system, the taxpayer is not left holding the bag. Now let's explore how these innovative uh, infrastructure programs can benefit not only our tradesmen, farmers, workers, and soldiers, but also our younger generations. By implementing more apprenticeship programs within our high schools, we aim to provide teenagers and young adults with invaluable opportunities for growth and skill development. These apprenticeships will not only equip our youth with, our youth with practical skills, but also instill a sense of purpose and direction in their lives. Moreover, this initiative isn't just about students. It's about supporting our teachers too. With expanded options for career paths, 
our educators have a chance to guide and nurture young talent rather than squashing it, offering them a diverse array of opportunities beyond traditional academic routes. By providing more hands-on vocational choices, we also aim to address disciplinary issues, understanding that empty hands are the devil's instruments. Empowering our youth with meaningful pursuits reduces idleness and fosters a more engaged and productive education environment. In our proposed infrastructure program, we aim not only to revitalize key sectors of our economy, but also address critical societal challenges like housing affordability. By focusing on creating higher paying jobs in trades, agriculture, defense, and union industries, we foresee a significant boost to the middle class. This surge in higher wage employment opportunities serves as a catalyst for bolstering the middle class, a crucial component in enhancing housing affordability. As individuals attain these better paying jobs with a interconnected public transit system, we would have a the nation's most modern infrastructure, options to live further away from city centers without uh, enduring exasperating tra traffic congestion. This becomes a more viable future. Through these infrastructure initiatives, we envision a more interconnected system that enables individuals to access employment and increase our economy without facing the limitations of high housing costs or enduring long commutes or facing predatory car loans. The result, a more balanced and accessible housing market, which in turn contributes to alleviating housing affordability, cha challenges faced by the middle class. This is not it, the, exa the exhausted list, only a glimpse at our comprehensive public transit expansion pro proposals. These seek to leverage our current construction boom and investment while also expanding our economy to allow for more transit infrastructure. If we emphasize the job creation and economic benefits, I believe all of us can see that a job paying, working with your hands, making 80,000 with no student loan debt is better than a $50,000 bachelor's degree making the same annually. This policy aims to appeal to all voters, regardless of our, vote, of our voter appeal, affiliation. Remember, every two years, it's the same salesman with a different colored shirt. I'm just, giving, I'm just offering a different, a different proposal. High-speed rail is the future, is both a, cons a conservation and a conservative approach to expanding our, our country. Thank you, and have a great day.